Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hi, this is Laurel, and welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks, the podcast that talks about how to make money, how to keep it, how to invest it, and why use a team. We've been making millionaires now for over two decades, the longest standing community making millionaires. So uh, again, you podcast listeners, welcome back. And those of you that are listening from other places, from our Big Table community, just from any of our groups that are out there that need a mortgage. So today I have with me Ken Stark. So Ken, welcome. Thanks, Laurel. It's good to be here. Good to We've have been you. doing this, what, since 2003, I think, you and I? Yep. So long, long time. Ken has been in our big table in our community, specializes in mortgage. And talk a little bit about why now. Let's. We have an urgency. We have rates that are extraordinary. Well, oh, my gosh. Well, rates are absolutely extraordinary, beyond all-time lows. You know, in 2012, we never thought we'd see a 2% 30-year fixed. Now we're seeing even uh, 30-year fixed in the high 1% range, depending on what you're doing. So rates are beyond all-time lows. The Federal Reserve is right now stimulating the purchase of mortgage-backed securities, which is what's providing the liquidity, the the supply of money into bonds, making rates artificially low. Uh, Of course, with, you know, the current economy, don't know how long that, that will last. We have a hostile political environment that could change things. Employment numbers could change things. But right now, I mean, rates are on fire. And so just make it easy. People want to just explore. That's what I always say is uh, don't make the decision yourself, at least to you know, reach out to you. If you want to reach out to Ken, again, this is all uh, kind of driven through our AskLaurel.com platform, which is A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L. You just put AskLaurel.com forward slash mortgage, and you will immediately get into Ken's pipeline for an appointment. So let's just get that out of the way. So when people are wondering, I mean, what are some of the initial questions you think you should be involved in? Because I think too many people try to decide by themselves and don't have an expert. Yeah, no. So in the community, I see a variety of types of people, you know, people who are straddling, they're going from W2 to building a business. And if you're going to be financing any real estate, you want to do that before you finish up your W2 job. So that that's one time that's super critical. The timing of that's really critical. At the same time, it's January, January 2021, and people are starting to structure their taxes and prepare to file. If you're going to be financing real estate, now is the time to structure those taxes. Have me help you structure those taxes with your CPA, whether it's Weldon or Warren or others. We work hand in hand very often with your CPAs to make sure that you can qualify for the mortgage that you want. Because once you file your taxes, yes, you can amend, but that's a whole hullabaloo. So properly filing them so that you can qualify for what you want is key. So that's two times where I think it's really important. At the same time, sometimes people get stuck and they need creative loan programs. Maybe they have already filed taxes and on paper, they don't make a lot of money and they need something creative. Uh, Creativity is back in the marketplace today. Um, So that's another time. And, you know, we're always glad to give a second look to compare because we run a lean operation. A lot of the, you know, big branded names that you see, you know, (laughs) they're big and branded because they have deep fat margins that allow them to do all that marketing. So, you know, sometimes people will go back to their current loan servicer to uh, refinance thinking that, oh, they've already got my stuff, which 
isn't true and doesn't matter anyway. And, oh, they'll give me a great deal. Also not true. Typically, it's a worse deal. So glad to give a second look at anything you've been given, um, any loan estimates that you've been given, to compare and compete. And typically, because we run a, a lean overhead, you know, not big, sexy offices and well, we can beat anything that's put in front of us. And so those are the kind of the four big reasons that I see right now, you know, equity's high, people's equity amounts are high because of uh, this recent push in, in values and rates are stupid low. So, you know, we've got clients that are taking cash out to invest and they're having the same or lesser payment uh, than they have on their current mortgage that they maybe did two years ago, a year ago, because rates are that low. And so um, what about those folks though with, with high equities, if real estate markets drop, are they over leveraged? I mean, talk a little bit about that or the, the risk of it. Yeah, it's kind of hard to over leverage these days. You know, in days gone by when we can do 80 20 combos, 100% cash out refis, that's not possible today. On a first mortgage, the highest any mortgage product will go is 80% of your value on a cash out loan. So it's hard to over leverage. We do have products that would do a second mortgage up to 90. They require high credit and they're more restrictive. So, you know, they expect you to be smarter with your money. But it's, it's really difficult to get over leveraged because of this, the state of our market. Most people cash out to 80% if they're cashing out. But that's also about money rules, right? Like Randy says, it's about money rules in terms of deciding what is right for you. You know, your age, your stage of life, um, your risk tolerances, you know, where you are in that process. Um, so really following those money rules is key. Absolutely. So what do you do different? What makes it better, different to work with you? Sure. So we're very unique. The company where my license exists allows us to openly shop lenders for the best possible rates and fees for your scenario. So for instance, on, on one given day, lenders will take up rates because they want to slow down the flow of loans, right? Or perhaps they've got some problems on their back end that their capital stack is off or whatever. So that's fine. You know, when you go to just to say rocket, you buy rocket rates. That's all you have the option to buy or quicken. But if Quicken's rates are high on a given day, we can certainly go to any number of other lenders to place your loan. And you as an individual consumer wouldn't have a way to know. So that's thing one um, that we broker and we broker in all 50 states. So there's really not a mortgage problem that we can't solve. In the most recent market changes, you might be familiar with the term an overlay, a guideline overlay. During COVID, guideline overlays became extremely common and people would hear rumor that said minimum credit score is up to 680. No, 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 no. Minimum credit scores for FHA and conventional loans have never changed. Individual lenders have applied what we call overlays on top of the Fannie, Freddie, and FHA minimums. So we have not suffered those problems because of the way we're structured. So, and even if we did, we could switch from lender A to lender B. So a lot of people hear myths like that and think that it's industry-wide because individuals or companies put out press releases or information that's misleading. Yeah. Um, so we don't run into those problems. At the same time, uh, today's non-QM or non-qualified mortgage market is very robust with a variety of types of alternative loans that have higher interest rates, but are deal makers and get deals done. And so the ability to do those in all 50 states as well. 
And then, you know, we really specialize. We understand tax returns. We know how to work with your CPAs. We understand the, you know, uniquenesses that individuals in the community have um, with multiple properties, multiple entities, all that kind of stuff. So that's what makes us different and what we really specialize in. All right. So talk like, let's go back a little bit. You and I have known each other almost two decades. Talk a little bit more about... Literally two decades. Two decades. I know. Well, my son's been that old. So talk a little bit about your background. Um, And again, I think that's also what makes you uh, uniquely qualified. You've lived through 2008, 9, 10. You have been in this community a long time. And uh, just share that. Yeah. Well, I, I would give a little bit even farther back. Um, I think part of what helps me be effective in the mortgage business is the fact that I went to art school. I see it as pieces. I see disparate people, disparate pieces in people's loans and figure out how to put them together in the way that works. So, you know, after 9-11, I got into the mortgage business. Um, I was working in real estate previously in a real estate related trade show. But uh, after 9-11, I got into the mortgage business. That's when you got you and I met in 2002. And, you know, for years, I was the number one salesperson for the nation's third largest subprime company, helping people, a lot of investors, a lot of different creative programs. And then, of course, the the market changed, right? Done a lot of other, along the time, I've done a lot of other work, flipped a lot of houses, 80-odd houses. Uh, Of course, the credit book that we wrote and published in the community back then. And then back in this current incarnation uh, of, you know, the mortgage business for the last nine years, I've been originating loans and been around every block there is to imagine and know how to uh, do a dance with an underwriter and show them what they want to understand and what they want to see um, and how to avoid the pitfalls that can come up and have been in the top 200 of all lenders in the country five years of that 19-year career. So by all, not by company, but by all originators. So you know, done all sides of real estate. There's not really a side that I don't understand um, from title escrow, agents, different types of deal structures, different end goals in mind, different financing vehicles and why, you know, why does a short-term loan make sense in certain scenarios? And when do you want to spend money to buy your rate down? And when does it not make sense? And what what does it make sense to take your rate up to, you know, get a credit towards your closing costs? All of those things come up when you're really trying to develop a mortgage strategy that works for whatever your end goal is. So I think that's the benefit of the 19 years of up, down and every other way in this business. Absolutely. So you mentioned a few things like let's talk about some of the pitfalls and uh, helping people avoid them. What are some of the biggest pitfalls, obvious pitfalls in your opinion that happen while somebody's getting a mortgage? Yeah. So, I mean, right now forbearance is a hot topic. If you took forbearance, you better be out of it by the time you're ready to do a new loan. And if you're doing a jumbo or a non-prime loan, you want that forbearance to be completely invisible because that's considered delinquency. Uh, That's certainly a very, very current one. A recurring pitfall that I see is entrepreneur people like, I want to leave my job. I'm going to go become a self-employed contractor and do whatever I'm going to do. That's no man's land. Right now, the guideline is Fannie Mae allows for one full year of self-employment before they'll do a loan. Um, I've heard that from multiple people recently where they just didn't plan properly and or put their taxes together correctly to be able to make that exit, right? And the other thing is then how their taxes are prepared. I, I do see folks that, you know, have missed opportunities in their taxes because, you know, they didn't catch depreciation uh, where they could have and extend the expense stuff. Once expenses are recorded, expenses are the Bible, so to speak. 
They are there in stone. Depreciation is your friend as an entrepreneur because it allows you to qualify still for what you want. On my side of the world, depreciation comes back to you dollar for dollar. Um, so that's certainly a pitfall in, in the tax advice that people receive. You know, sometimes I see other credit People will extend themselves, get new credit, and then extend themselves, to, you know, high balances on new credit. That's, I think, of your credit like a tree. And that's like taking two axes to your tree. New credit, high balances, they can easily sway a credit report 40, 50 points. And if they have an oopsie and get a late payment, that'll be another 50 points. So those are probably the biggest pitfalls, types of pitfalls that I see. You know, sometimes mortgages are scary to people. They're like, ah, what does this all mean? And nobody's going to judge you. You know, we've been through all of it. I've seen bankruptcies, foreclosures, you know, lived through and around all of it for 20 years. And, you know, talking about it and getting professional help, a great team, both in the office and a team of resources, you know, like Eileen to help fix people's credit stuff. So there's really not a situation that we can't talk about and develop a plan through. And in some cases, get creative around financial friends to help you rebuild stuff if need be. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit more about just, I mean, the current market. You know, what's interesting, as you said, the forbearance was kind of a red flag, but I was there, you know, daily, hours and hours a day when March hit and COVID hit. And all of those little nuances of, you know, what is the forbearance? I mean, even like tenants not paying rent. I mean, anything around the mortgage and payment space was, I think, very casually. I could go out on a limb and say irresponsibly handled the details. Yes, the the fine, you know, 0000 font was out there. But I don't think a lot of people realize. So kind of bring us current to the current market conditions around that. Yeah, I would tell you, I recently had an individual buying a home in San Clemente. They were doing a jumbo loan. This individual owns four other properties. I mean, his top line personal income, several million dollars a year, top line, right, on his personal tax return. And hey, you know, you're going to give me free money, right? They, you know, he took the bait, so to speak, and put all, he didn't need the cash. He had five, 600 grand in the bank, but took the bait of, oh, that sounds like free money. I'll just not pay for a while. Well, guess what? That invalidated his ability to buy the home. Uh, you cannot have a loan in forbearance and close on a new mortgage. And it depends on the type of mortgage you're trying to do as to how long or what it has to look like in order to close it. So Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, as long as you're up to date, you're cool. FHA, you're fine. Jumbo, if anything is on your report that says you were in forbearance, they consider that delinquency. So at most recent, so, and even non-prime, even non-prime, they consider delinquency. The non-prime and the private markets got really rumbled during COVID. And so the credit, in some cases, credit quality has had to come up for those doors to start opening again. So forbearance sounds sexy and easy. And if you need to take it, you need to take it. And there's no other way. Okay. But there are restrictions around new mortgages and forbearance for sure. And that also stands true for car loans. I've got a guy right now who had a unique situation and the fact that he was in forbearance on his car loan was a problem. All right. So then let's go broader, talk about other markets. Let's talk about where are you finding, like as most of your market in California, um, as you know, we're working heavily in Boise, Kansas, uh, Missouri, a lot of other markets. What are you seeing across the country uh, as far as the real estate market and the mortgage trends? 
I mean, we work in all 50, right? So I've currently got transactions in Florida, Idaho, Utah, Arizona, California, where I reside in Arizona, Texas, and agents across the country tell me the same thing. There is no inventory. Rates are, of course, amazingly low, which is stoking demand. I would even tell you I've got an agent in South Orange County in the 10 to $30 million coastal property market. You would think people, those people are fleeing California because of their taxation. His comment to me was for every one moving out, there's two that want to move in, even at that price point. And so in the more normalized markets, depending on you know, that normal is a very broad term in Orange County, between, you know, below a million and a one, three, one, four, there's anywhere from four to six offers. Here in Arizona, there's easily 10, 15 because everybody's moving here. Idaho, very much the same way. Idaho is actually the number one state that people are moving to. The number one state in the entire country is Idaho. I think Arizona, I think we're number two. I think Texas, number three, that might have that reversed. Uh, But the situation is very similar across the country. There is no inventory to be bought. Builders have stepped up. I watched the builder permit reports, uh, the publicly traded, they have to report how many starts they have. Of course, the counters report the starts for the private builders, but um, starts are up, but they are nowhere close to what they were in 2005. And the delivery rate of homes versus the supply of new homes is still here and demand is still here. Let me see if I can put that there. So all the way around. Demand is outpacing supply, even from new builds. Yeah. Uh, they just—they're not building as crazy as they were years ago, and they're not even getting permits that fast. So that's what most agents are saying in most markets. Even in older areas, like you know, I've got a deal in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, right now. Same thing. Yep, yep, I would agree. And we're building, as you know, the Kristovich family, our family. We can't keep up. In fact, in Boise alone, there's over two thousand. Uh, people waiting in line for homes to be built. So it can't be built fast enough. It can't be yep. put together fast enough. So Ken, someone's out here listening. What's your first step with you? Obviously go to askoil.com forward slash mortgage. Then what? what's the process? I know you have an enormous team that helps create you know world-class servicing. And again, those of you who've had bad mortgage experiences, just pick up the phone, have a call with Ken, uh, but yep. talk about step one, they call you and then what? So, you know, you're going to get one of my sales team, either myself, Donnie, Hope, Trevor, and we're going to, you know, talk through the goals, what you're trying to accomplish, uh, see where you are with credit and figure out, you know, wherever you might be with, uh, you know, with income qualifying and come quickly back to you with the answer that matches your goal to, you know, figure out does an all-in-one home equity line of credit work? Is that what we want to access capital, but then to also to have the flexibility to only pay what we need or pay it off faster possibility does a really low, you know, I wrote a 30 year fix today at 2.5% on an FHA loan on the refi, you know, does a really low long-term 30 year fix make sense? You know, we have the ability to do reverse as well. That's not everybody's preferred mortgage vehicle, but for certain people, it fits. You know, if you're later on in life and investing later, stopping the largest debt may free you up to achieve your goals. And so sometimes a reverse works. And so really understanding what it is that you're trying to accomplish. I talked one person out of a refinance today because he wasn't sure how long he was staying in the property. Not staying long term, you know, we're not going to suggest that you do a refinance because it costs, you know, an extra two grand into the deal doesn't, you know, we're here to serve in a way that best helps your family and your achieves your goals. Um, And that's what you're going to get from myself and my team. 
And then as we go through the process, uh, Monique stays with all of our clients through the process. And we have a couple on the back end that don't really interface too much with our clients to make sure that you get your disclosure signed and your you know conditions in so that we can get you clear to close and on your way. Awesome. So uh, what have we not talked about that you would like to share with our audience? Well, you know, a lot of times people ask, you know, crystal ball, right? What's the future look like? Hard to know, right? The politics and the Federal Reserve are highly involved in our markets right now. And they really have been for the last 10 years. The Federal Reserve is flat out said that we will be the buyer of last resort for all the mortgage-backed securities that you can produce. So Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and Ginnie Mae. And so that's going to keep rates low. However, we have a new presidency. We've got Democrats all across the board, and they're making sweepingly different policy changes, which could start to affect consumer uh, confidence, could start to affect monetary value, could start to affect any number of things. So I tend to focus on what we have right now and make decisions from there. The house people, and again, these are the crystal ball questions that people always ask, yeah. that housing numbers are green lights for years. If we make sweeping changes to tax policy or jobs initiatives or different things like that, those could have an, a negative impact. But at the moment, you know, we're having a lot of positive impact. So, you know, I think that's a big one that a lot of people ask. What else? What else do people ask? Investor, I mean, obviously, you do a lot of investor loans as well. Yep. So people that want to use 401ks, let's get into the more, I'd say, sophisticated strategies on use of money. Mm-hmm. Um, you, handle those, you handle those kind of investment strategies and projects mm-hmm. as well? Yep, we can. I have an individual buying a three and a, doing a 1031 into a $3.5 million, very high-end home that's going to be used as a studio. We're doing it on a stated income deal with no income qualifying closing in an LLC. So that's considered an out-of-the-box product and a non-QM product. And it's a beautiful home, by the way. I mean, what, what would you expect for three and a half million bucks? Yeah. So really help people organize and structure their 1031s, their residential investment, as well as their commercial investments. Commercial investments a little bit different now, especially with vacancy being a little bit higher in retail and some office space and things like that. Because what, what happens naturally in our world is that when people have very complex finances, right, as an individual, then, you know, once we understand those things, it's very easy then to layer into the commercial needs that they might have. Um, so, you know, a business owner that wants to now buy their building or, you know, expand into a building, another building or different things like that. Or yesterday, I talked to a hotel owner in Santa Barbara. So all kinds of different folks and needs but we can handle the, handle the commercial ones as well. Awesome. Yeah, and I just thought of somebody I just wrote down that I need to uh, get you in touch with who okay. is in California and uh, making that decision whether to keep that property or not. So we'll be yep. doing that. It's a dial away. So go to askworld.com forward slash mortgage and ask questions. Reset your financial, especially if you have equity. Then you've got more money to invest in You know what I'm calling the greatest indiscriminate crash in our lifetime. There is so many markets you can invest in. I mean, already the real estate, the crypto markets have run, the real estate market's running. Businesses, though, a lot of buying a lot of these small businesses who need a cash investor, they need a capital partner, or they just need some brains as a partner. So I've been picking up a lot of different equities and uh, shares of stock across the board. So all of you that are out there, pay attention, call Ken. And uh, Ken, what would you tell people 
get off their lazy assets would be always what I say. <laughs> uh, your last, uh, words of wisdom, my man. You know, one of my favorite laurelisms is say yes and figure it out. Yeah. Right. So, so sometimes I get folks that are newer to the community and they're like, well, I really want to. Or what about or how do I say yes and figure it out? Right. And a lot of times that's what we help people do is figure out the how to get the money to go buy the franchise or get the money to do whatever they're doing. And so say yes and figure it out. That's always stuck with me. You've said it for years and I love it. All right. Well, Ken, thank you. And again, those of you that are out listening on our podcast, this is Laurel's Road Money Talks. We'll be back next week with another expert more in the money conversation, whether we're making it, keeping it or investing it. Till then, be well. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week. We'll be right back.